Colossians 3.10, it says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And I just, that, that phrase, learn to know, just for some reason really, really stuck out to me because, you know, that's, that's in essence, is the process in our Christian lives is to learn to know him. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Leave It Better. I'm Mackenzie Hamilton, and today we have Austin Bourne on the show. Austin, I'm really excited to hear what you have to share today. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So you're entering into your sophomore year. You're a distance runner on the track team here. Um, but eligibility-wise, you're still a freshman, correct? Yep. Yeah, all the crazy eligibility stuff right now with last season being canceled. And so thinking of it, you've been here. This is your second year and you've been training this whole time, been running, I don't want to know how many miles. Quite but you haven't been able to compete yet. Not yet. Still, uh, based off of last year, we uh, were expecting to, you know, I was coming in really excited to race, was doing everything you know, pretty well, and then uh, got here, and two or three weeks into being at Southern Miss, I got an injury that, you know, it first started off as like, oh, this is going to be pretty minor, no problem. But by the end of it, I was out for like two months. And so I wasn't able to race uh, during indoor season because my teammates got to go and, and race indoor because we, right, we just missed the COVID for indoor season. Um, and so that was kind of disappointing, you know, watching my teammates from afar. But was really excited getting ready to go into outdoor season, was feeling like I was in really, really good shape. And then I think it was eight days before our first meet, they, uh, that's when you know, COVID obviously hit and shut down everything. So that was kind of tough. And um, you know, running for the past couple of years, I've, I've kind of been in that cycle of run pretty well for a little bit, then get injured, and then kind of do it all over again. And I know like hearing your story, you've had the same injury struggles a little bit. And it can be uh, pretty tough and be kind of a almost like a helpless feeling because it's just, you know, your body just doesn't want to cooperate with what you, your goals are. Um, but, you know, through that, I've kind of had to, to learn more about running and more about, you know, faith and, and putting hope in, in what I'm what really matters. And, you know, I've been learning through my coach and and just the, how, how important, you know, we talk about it all the time, but trusting the process is and, you know, putting the the emphasis on the day-to-day -day rather than always focusing on the big picture and so that's really where I've kind of been these these past two years with or year and a half of since I've been at Southern Miss. So. Yeah you mentioned trusting the process and I know that's what you want to talk about today and I'm interested to hear like what the Lord has been saying to you because I know like you said from personal experience kind of each injury I feel like the Lord has taught me something right. and like used that time uh, to teach me something or to show me something. So during these last couple of months of you not being able to compete, you training for hopefully, fingers crossed, right. this, this winter and spring, um, what have you been learning? Um, you know, uh, this this fall has been kind of similar to, to most falls. Like we just 
kind of just go through training for, for us for, as the guys team. We don't have a, a men's cross country team for uh, the distance dudes. So we, we just train and, and do the, the, the tough stuff that's not super fun, just like a lot of mileage, a lot of, you know, the harder workouts, not the harder workouts, but the, the bigger workouts that you're just building the base. And uh, through these past few months, I even I had a little injury a couple weeks ago where I was set, I was out for about a week and a half. And it was just one, one of those things again where I was like, oh no, please don't be any bigger than it has to be. Um, but through that, I mean, at that, at that time, I was really, I was reading through Colossians and, uh, you know, as I'm, I've been injured in the past and I'm kind of going through an injury then, and I'm just like, come on, Lord, please don't let this be another, like, catastrophic thing that sets me on the bench for a while. But uh, through that, I was, I was reading and um, it just really, the Lord was talking to me and speaking through me of, of how important, like, the process is. And, in, and that's, you know, of course, in running and, of course, in athletics, you have to show up every single day and, and to put the work in. But also, he taught me that, you know, in faith and in our walk with the Lord, that it's the exact same way. It's, it's not something that uh, we just develop all at once. It's not something where we just wake up and we're a super Christian. You know, we have to continually be striving towards towards a goal and towards hopefully just getting closer to the Lord. So Yeah, I always think of the term, like the church term, sanctification. Right which means basically like each day we're try striving to grow more and more like Christ and like shedding and growing. And um, so like, what have you seen that way? Like taking it step by step, we need patience. Mm -hmm. So how have you been able to gain patience during this time? Um, I think, you know, just, it's been a, like a, just a, a, you know, if you pray for patience, sometimes you get a opportunity to be patient that uh, isn't always super fun. Um, and, and through that, through, through the injuries and, and through just the waiting uh, to run and to race um, and that, I've just been able to, to really kind of step back and see what matters, what really matters. And, and you know, through that, I've kind of gone back a lot of times you know, during the injury and during the waiting, I've had to go back to like, why does this matter to me? Like, why do I love this? Why is this something that I get up day after day, early in the morning, when it's cold, when it's hot, when it's raining? Why is this something that I'm constantly trying to, to focus on and, and do well in? And um, in, in that same way, like learning that, um, you know, in faith is, is the same way. We want to, you know, we always want to do better. We want to sin less. We want to do good things more. But at the heart of it is Jesus. At the heart of it is if we're missing, you know, him, we're not, we're not, we're not going to, really do what we're called to do. We're going to, you know, if we're just, you know, I, I was kind of, I wanted to pull up Colossians 3 because that's something that, you know, the Lord was just over these past few months has just been pouring into my heart. And um, I, don't, I don't read the whole thing, but, um, you know, it's, it's talking about basically Paul's writing to this church and he's telling them, you know, what to to take out and then also what to put into their lives. And so he's telling them, you know, have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires. Don't be greedy. Don't do any of that. Don't, uh, get, he says, get rid of anger, get rid of rage, malicious behavior, slander, dirty language. And then at, at a little further, and then it's, it's talking about, you know, what to do. It's talking about, you know, put on uh, the righteousness of the Lord, clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentle patience, gentleness, patience, and then allowing for each other's faults and forgiving one another. 
Um, but the, my favorite verse and the one that, you know, it, it kind of seems like it's almost like a skim over verse, but is, is, it just hit me these past few months was verse 10, is Colossians 3.10. It says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. And I just, that, that phrase, learn to know, just for some reason really, really stuck out to me because, you know, that's, that's in essence, is the process in our Christian lives is to learn to know him, is to, you know, sit in, you know, his presence in the mornings and nights, whatever, you know, you do your quiet time and to just to learn to know him. You know, we don't wake up, like I said earlier, we don't wake up one day and we're a super Christian. We have to learn to know him. And uh, one of the things I've heard before that, you know, really kind of put put it in, like made an example out of it was, uh, you know, we always, like I said earlier, we always want to get rid of the bad things and put in new things. Um, Put, or put on the good things of the Lord. And um, I heard this like analogy one time. It was like, imagine like we had a cup of coffee sitting right here. Well, say that the coffee in there is the sin and we can get that sin out by, you know, just dumping the coffee out, but the cup's still empty. And there's so much things that could fall into it and it could become filled with other things, but they aren't of the Lord and they're ultimately still not where we need to go. But there's another way that we can get the coffee out, and it's to say we had a giant pitcher of water right here, and we just start to slowly pour water into it. And it's not all at once going to just come flying out, but eventually, day by day, little by little, it's going to just pour out one by one. And then what you're left with, one, is is you've kind of taken out that sin, but also you're, you've got pure, good, living water in there. And then it doesn't stop when the coffee's out. And then you continue to, to pour it in, then your life becomes able to pour out into others. You're able to share the goodness of, of God and of Christ and of what He's doing in your life by simply just staying with Him and learning to know Him. You know, that's the process of, of just pouring, in, pouring Him into your life. And, and that's something that He's really been teaching me is like, you know, I, I'm, I'm one that I struggle with having a daily quiet time as much as anybody. I'm not, this isn't something that I'm like, good at and I'm trying to, you know, say everybody should be like this. You know, I'm learning this as much as anybody. It's just I know that when I'm connected to the power source, I'm so much more charged up. And I have so much more opportunity and energy to go and to be the light to people uh, that I'm, inter you know, that I interact with and that I see on an everyday basis. And so that is what the Lord has really been teaching me these past few months is just that process of continually just being in His presence and being connected to the the source of living water. Oh, so. That was beautiful. Yeah, like it reminds me of John 15 and like being like rooted in Christ and like if we we can't bear fruit, which is like it's talking about the fruit of the spirit in there. Like we can't bear that fruit if we're not connected to Him. Absolutely. And so, man, that was so good. And I love if this is a perfect transition, like you were saying, like pour like pouring into Christ and having Him pour in your life so you can overflow to others. I just love that. So. Last question for you, like how are you trying to pour into others' lives to leave them better than you found them? Um, you know, I think for me it's been just trying to build authentic relationships here while I'm at Southern Miss and and uh, I you know, I've got quotes from other people. I don't always have great quotes for myself, but I heard this summer at a FCA leadership camp um, that I was able to help out with. This guy was talking about, you know, basically discipling others and, and teaching others. He said that, 
you know, you can tell everybody all about the Lord and all about, you know, the good things He's done, but it doesn't really resonate with them until you pour out, you know, your time and effort with them. And he said it this way, and it was like a super, super pow powerful quote. He said, no one cares about how much you know until they know about how much you care. And that was just like, you know, kind of a gut punch too. It's like, you know, I want people to, of course, know about the Lord, but also want them to know how much that I care about them. And that to be like, you know, as Swayze says, you know, speak the gospel, you know, with your life more than speaking it with your words. And uh, so I just, I've really wanted that to be how I'm leaving this place better is, is to just build authentic relationships with people and, and when the opportunity comes, of course, to open my mouth and share about what the Lord is, has for them and, and uh, you know, what He can do in their life and, and what He's done in my life. And because, you know, that's the reason that we do what we do. It's not because, you know, we just want people to check boxes and be, you know, super Christians, but we want them to experience the love and joy and grace and peace and perfect love that Christ is. And uh, that's, that's just, you know, where I want to, what I want to be and, and uh, how I want to leave this place better is just to build authentic relationships with people and to, to maybe not, uh, you know, have a super giant ministry, but to know that, you know, I've got disciples or people that I'm really pouring into wholeheartedly, so. Awesome, I see you doing it, so keep it up. Thank you so much for being on today. It was great hearing about you, and I hope that your injuries disappear and you're able to race. Thank you, yeah, I appreciate season. that. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Sweet.